That's the, that's the thing I'm doing currently on Twitter is I'm trying to advertise the show to our American listeners being like, now's the most affordable time to come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now it's great. There's a lot going we'll on. do a live show of our podcast in Berlin. Now's the most affordable time. <laughs> What's up? Big time Tommy here. The Euros at an all-time low. Do you want to go to Berlin and see a podcast? Yes. <laughs> I did I did like someone just posting that bit, uh, uh, that screenshot from National Treasure being like, when the Euro and the dollar reach power, it is just Nicolas Cage being like, I'm going to buy the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this like, like a planetary parade? Like when they align, there's something bad happening? Yeah, when every currency is, 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 is aligned. Per- perfectly uh, aligned. Yeah. Turns out we all <laughs> really the need... gates of hell open? We all really need gas and grain. <laughs> fucking turns we do? Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yo, crazy, crazy essentials, shit. Essentials, huh? Oh, fuck. Well, it's like, it's like that... I, it's like people learn a lot about essentials these days. When they yeah. After the pandemic, now this. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. My essentials are that gas, but by that gas, I mean that that weed. Um, You know, uh, um, a fifth of vodka in a car. I want a very esoteric energy company in Berlin where, like, all my energy is provided by just, like, one guy getting absolutely tuned up. But maybe just just refuel your car with... Like a live water. Oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Did you ever watch uh, Shaws of Sunset? No. I know of it, but I have never watched it, it. Shaws of Sunset is a brilliant show. Also, maybe one of the very problematic, like it's a reality show about like Californian Persians. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it really, it really. Oh, Shaws. Shaws of Sunset. It really banks on the fact that then that this show might <laughs> yeah. be racist, but it's okay because they're really rich Persians, which makes them like that cusp of white that's okay <laughs> but <laughs> there's like money makes you white yeah, yeah, yeah i mean low-key i mean <laughs> in this in the census they're still considered white in the u.s yeah and exactly yeah um true. but uh there are obviously exceptions to this rule. Yeah, yeah, but I know, I know, I know. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> There's one of the one of the one of the characters on the show is this like super esoteric girl. Um and this is in the first or second season, and she makes a water company that's just like marketed as diamond water. Damn, I watched this. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that with you. And oh, the diamond water yes. episode. I watched you showed me. Yeah. I don't know, like years yeah. ago. Oh, like Shaz von Sonnensetzen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. I love that show. Shaz von Sonnenuntergang. Shaz von Sonnenuntergang. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Like, but I love Zonnensetzen. I Zonnen- think we should call it that. Yo, Zonne is gesetzt, Tommy. gerade. This is me speaking German. <laughs> I feel that that she could somehow solve climate change and the energy crisis. Yeah, I think that level of diamond water, yes. Yeah, because the entire thing is that the water is filtered through diamonds. Diamonds don't filter, in case you're wondering. No, it's very hard to put things There's through. There's nothing a going through it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is it better touch the diamond? Yeah. Uh? Yeah. It's the coolest shit. Like, that was like, and the thing is, too, is that then this water still exists. Like, this company, if I'm not mistaken, still like around, is around. I think it's probably only like because people in LA are stupid. How did this succeed? But 50 cents vitamin water did not. What if he sent cashed out on that? He made so much fucking money from vitamin water. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) 50 cent has plenty of money. 
good. I'm happy for him. Why do water still exist too? Like, is that raw water company still going? I hope so. Yeah, the the water that was just like not <laughs> just like filtered not through, through not well, even you through just diamonds. Go to a fucking river and drink. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> that's is, what they were selling. Well, it's the exact I prefer opposite. a live water. You know, that's the one. That's the like living water. I found. You know? Yeah, I don't know what it actually yeah, does or means, but it's smart too. It's smart oh, water. It's also smart. smart water smart. sucks ass. Smart water. Smart water it's actually bullshit. against the Geneva Convention yeah. to drink this water. It is sentient. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You yeah. can't do that. It's smart. Yeah, I, you didn't drink. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> it's like eating yeah. a dolphin. You can't do you can't, it. You yeah, can't, you can't. You know, if, 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 you, if you drink, water. if you <laughs> drink smart water, you're, you're drinking uh, like what is considered in like what twenty something states a living a living being. Yeah. <laughs> like, the Supreme Court actually passed that recently. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but, yeah. One other thing. This is just a Euro vibe before we get into like the real serious stuff. Mm. Is that mm. I was brought, this is someone brought this to my attention a long time ago and I ignored it because I didn't really understand the vibe. And um, until now I do because I've realized that he's right about everything. Okay. And this is, um, this is <laughs> Martin the Vasa Sommelier. Do you know about him? Oh, Martin. Yeah. yeah. Great review on Zaskia. Yeah, yeah. I do not know this person. Martin is, um, someone tried to describe him to me like that he is gem- that he's similar to Jeremy Fragrance energy and it's no, like he's he's not. No like, one is similar to Jeremy Fragrance. No, Jeremy yeah. Fragrance is on. Is on unique. A, yeah. The fact of it though is that then I found uh, it funny that Martin isn't as nuts. <laughs> Martin's just German. Yeah. He's, he's just, just really German. German. And he's a, a, a water sommelier, mm. which is, like I realized, like that's a really dumb occupation until I oh, realized. Like yeah. Oh. I realized that it's in the yeah. U.S., so the occupation makes perfect sense because sure. like, your water tastes like chlorine half the time. Mm. Uh, true. But um, yeah. All I can say is, um, if you want the truest Euro vibe of, if you're unfamiliar with the sense of how I've, I think, I think I've talked about before about how Germans hate hydration, but they're obsessive with water. Yeah. In the sense that then that they love their bubbly water, but they don't like the like fake mineral vasa. They like that like that like good shit, you know? Like even you go to like get like the brand, like the generic store brand of bubbly water here. The one point five liter. Yeah. Great. For like twenty cents or whatever. And it's like still like, you know, from a spring somewhere in yeah. Germany. You know, mm. like Germany's really oh, good spring. about this. We have a lot of springs. <laughs> spring. Yeah. And we felt them fuck with cola and soya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we fucking... Cola and soya in there. This, right, is like, this is the real link up between Germany and Israel. <laughs> it's just like all these natural springs is being filled with soda streams. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Just, there's just someone who's like pushing the button all the <laughs> fucking time and just sprudel <laughs> down the hill. And just like this giant, giant soda stream <laughs> in the middle of like, I don't know, Saxony Anhalt and just is like... The giant soda stream. Yeah, we gave... We give the Israeli government half of Rhine Metal for this. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah. The the yeah, this is fucking ancient alien shit right here. Is that then the Nazis were trying to build a the world's largest soda stream <laughs> to take it with them to the moon? They were going to they were going to turn all of the Antarctic ice into like mineral yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But um, so. 
The thing, only thing I was going to say is that then I thought that Martin Navasa Zomayi was funny yeah. until I went to the U.S. and realized that um, he is right about everything. Mm. And mm. I actually watched some of his videos of which waters could I drink in this country That's that, good. that is not ripping me off for like, you know. Were you prep when you go back to Arizona, basically? Is this? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, yeah. That's all I wanted to say is that if you want a good Euro vibe of a German man being way too obsessive about something that then only Germans would be obsessive about. Sure. It is my team. And now I really am craving mineral water. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? We did it. We did it. The Ooh, one, yeah. Cold, you know. fresh Saskia. Yeah. yeah. In a studio, you can pay one euro fifty for a beer, but it's fiver for mineral water. <laughs> That's <laughs> how they get you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Welcome to your weekly corner, Spady. It's me, Kieran. I'm joined by Yulia. That's me. And Nick. Hey, it's Spider. That's what I called myself last week. Spider? I yeah, I called. My, I asked Karen to call me Spider last week, so I'm sticking with that. Why does that remind me of? There's, is there a movie or somewhere? Probably, yeah. Spider-Man? <laughs> spider, Spider, Spider. Like, no, it's I love that bit where Tobey Maguire is like, call me Spider. No, but... <laughs> Peter Parker's not my name anymore. It's call, Spider-Man. Call, no, call, it's just Spider, uh, which is separate yeah, from Spider-Man. That, saying that to Mary Jane. And that's her name, right? Yeah, mm. it's like, yeah like, spider call and Call me weed. spider, babe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no reason. Anyway, do you see the Spider-Man in the news? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Wild. Uh, yeah, he's my friend. I can take photos of him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he actually said I could call myself spider. <laughs> it's his word. <laughs> anyway. Why is her name Mary Jane? Is she like a metaphor for weed? No. <laughs> I don't know. No. Okay. It's just that... Stanley had a fetish for redheads is mostly it. Um, mm. Anyway, so we have some, we have some, we have some kind of like serious big stuff to talk about. But before that, um, I think we have to explain to our audience um, what happened with Andrew Melnyk. <laughs> oh. Because... It's like only now getting like subtitled in English on like, uh, uh, um, and making the rounds on like English internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Nick, can you explain briefly, as briefly as you can, well, Tilo said, Young? I said two weeks ago, didn't I? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, but so there's, been, there's been an update since. Yeah, yeah, I, I need to realize. Tito. Yeah, I need to realize that there's people who do not listen to every one of our episodes. Yes, and perfectly fine. I'm one of these people because <laughs> I again fugue state. Um, yeah. So a few weeks ago, uh, journalist extraordinaire Tilo Young, yep, <laughs> interviewed uh, the ambassador to of Ukraine to Germany, mm-hmm. uh, Andrei Melnyk. Melnyk, yeah. And uh, he uh, <laughs> he uh, kind of low key defended the Holocaust in uh, a lesser, <laughs> you know, in a in a in the quickest way of explaining it. He defended the actions of Stefan Bandera, saying that he never was a um, you know never an anti semite, that he didn't you know c- c- commit pogroms against the Jews and the Poles. And then no, the thing Young, is that he never gave. He said he never gave the orders or some shit. Yeah, like that. yeah. Like kind of like yeah. And then Tilo Young, Young was just like yeah. read an order he gave. Yeah, yeah. Tilo exactly. Young was like, why when the Nazis came in, they were like, hey, like you're cool. Like they yeah. put posters up of like, join us. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 
And like the whole like the Ukrainian nationalist idea was to have a homogenous, homogenous, ethnically homogenous Ukraine without Polish people and without Jewish people. The order that Tito Young read yeah. was not only like, "Hey, you need to kill all the Jews." It was, "Hey, you need to kill all the Russians and Poles." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's um, Stephen Bandera is historically a very stupid figure yeah. mainly because he wanted to like he wanted to have like the same deal with the nazis that like usasha did mm-hmm. um but it was just kind of constantly met with resistance of just like i have to imagine just hitler reading these messages be like letters from stefan bandera be like no i'm purposely trying to kill you <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what don't you understand about I hate all Slavs. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think you're like... You we know, only let the Ustashas in because we just kind of claim they're a type of like Austrian that's been tricked into speaking yeah, exactly. a Slavic language. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, you, you like, like, just, Hitler's just like, nope, sorry. Croats, you know, questionable. You are a deep Slav. Yeah. <laughs> deep Slav. Because like for anyone who doesn't know, like one of the main Lebensrams that like the Nazi party wanted was like, Especially Black Sea coastal Ukraine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Everyone's interested in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sunny. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's trade. <laughs> yeah, and like so it's not like an important p- trade city. Forty <laughs> percent of the world's <laughs> grain supply, as yeah. we're all learning. Um, so, and then the update to this, because we did we did mention this little bit of the story, but the update mm. to this is that. Uh, uh, Andrei Melnik has been recalled. Yes. Yeah. He is no longer the ambassador. Step to down, jabroni. Yeah, and it is that's um, my that's my that's my rock jock voice again, <laughs> just so you know. For people who don't know Tilo Young, he's kind of like a a, a liberal left uh, a YouTuber, and this is pretty much the only reason this happened is because he's like the only relatively into like not only but like the biggest independent media source in this country. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, funny. Everyone watches him. Like and he's always asking the tough questions. Yeah, but like I mean, you joke, but I have a no, very. No, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have a hard time imagining anyone at like ZDF yeah. would have asked yeah, these yeah. kind of questions, you know, especially just... right now. Everyone was kind of like, actually, everyone was defending Manik mm. all of the time until this. Like, I mean, there were there have been several incidents. Of yeah, course. yeah, 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 I mean, there was like stuff. I mean, uh, you don't you don't go onto a YouTube channel to defend like the Ukrainian wing of the Holocaust if you don't have like some <laughs> other red flags on the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was well, a lot he, of yeah. He was defending like, Azov like when they were yeah, barred mm, from exactly. weapons shipments from NATO. Wait, like when, yeah. when NATO was shipping weapons, but then barred uh, 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 Azov. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like post twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was he was fucking he was ride or die for the, for 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 those for those guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, the yeah, uh, the thing I just find this really funny too. Just a little side caveat about Tilo Young is if you ever watch the 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 BPK, mm. which is the like tri-weekly meeting that the ministers do in Germany, where it's like a press conference that then you can journalists go ask questions. They give like you know whatever. I guess it's like White House press briefings. Sure, yeah. But like yeah. it's done. They're 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 way bigger. I mean, 
you know, that there's more ministers. Yeah, you speak. have spokespeople from the different ministries sitting right. there, like from all of them, like that are relevant <laughs> at the moment. Tilo Jung goes to all of them. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> and asks sometimes, like, not so much anymore. Now he's, he asks a little bit more critical questions. But for the longest time, he just was like a one issue kind of guy, which was, when's weed going to be legal in oh, Germany? Oh, I remember that. Oh, my God. <laughs> But it's on the horizon now, so he can focus on his other outlay, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, I just imagine Tilo just getting tuned up in, like, oh, what happened in Ukraine in the 40s? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <was like> what? <laughs> Does anyone know what, what's up with the... Uh, I got a... Sorry, oh, I, flies? I have a fly on my microphone. Uh, with, uh, with the ambassadors um, from Ukraine to Norway, Czech Republic... Hungary and India because they are also called back. Oh, I yeah. do not know what's going on. So I'm not sure if like if this is like diplomatic rotation or if they called back because he was like, oh, I cannot cannot only call one. Can <laughs> <You know, laughs> make this too obvious? Weird, yeah, because yeah. Andermanik has been in his position for eight years, which is more than a normal, since 2014, right? Yeah, yeah, that's more than a than a, a, a normal like diplomatic rotation, which is four or six years. Right. Yeah. So eight years is already stay overstaying your welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like right. Zelensky didn't say any of the like um, specific didn't name any specific reason for calling him back. He's like, he oh, like, that's just routine, you know. Yeah. He but didn't be like, You got fucking owned by a YouTuber. Come yeah, the fuck exactly. home. Now, <laughs> you I fucking idiot. told you don't <laughs> Well, maybe maybe all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Maybe this is like big Eastern the, European brain where yeah. YouTubers actually are, are like well, actually, what YouTubers are the biggest fucking like? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Political figures in. Oh God, yes. <laughs> yeah. God, we have Navalny. We have uh, Nos- yeah. not Kaya because that's his wife. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Navalny also to an extent, right? Yeah, yeah Navalny. Yeah, yeah, totally. Navalny has all of his like um, corruption things on on YouTube. All of his like little. Yeah, yeah. Like it's episodes a, of not it anymore. Is, <laughs> it is interesting, but like uh, the thing I think about is it's like one of the strengths of Ukraine for like this whole uh, invasion has been like um, kind of like media control, mm. and they're taking it very seriously yeah. of like making sure that the West is still on their side. Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's like some dodgy stuff. Like a lot of journalists are just not being let anywhere near the front lines and things like that. But like. On the other side, they do take their image very seriously. So it could be that, like, all right, yeah. Melania fuck up, fucked up, and they also much. They could also know that these are beliefs held by those other ambassadors, yeah. and we're like, we're recalling you before you fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there have been, there have, been, I mean, there like there have been like, um, yeah, reports from frontlines that are forbidden, like basically to be like shared and shit like that. So they're shared on Telegram channels and yeah, shit like yeah. that. And I'm not talking like the Russian side. I'm talking the Ukrainian, Ukrainian side as well. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back to Malik. Just one second. Yeah. Just to point it out, Zelensky is of course not a fan of like. Oh no! Uh, oh god, no! Yeah, it could also be totally. Yeah, It could also be totally personal. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh, no, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not only for media and how like Ukraine appears in media. Mm. Zelensky has actually done a lot to like re. Vogue, what was done before by by uh, Poroshenko, the chocolate Poroshenko, yeah. and also uh, Yanukovych, the other one, y- Yushchenko. No, Yusha- yeah, uh, yeah, 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 y
Yeah, that's yeah. his name, right? Yeah. Yanukovych, Yushchenko, and Poroshenko. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn, sorry. Um, but yeah, has actually like revoked like some of these like um, trying to like reverse uh, history, like kind of like trying to 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 change um, memory culture, like Erinnerungskultur. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Remembrance yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. remember. Yeah, exactly. yeah, because like, like yeah. trying to make him actually a hero, a folks head kind of. Yeah, yeah, like that, that, that kind of like ironic thing that was circulated this week of him like back, I think either before he was running or when he was running, talking yeah. about like not getting rid of the Russian language as an official language of yeah. Ukraine and things like that. Unlike Latvia. <laughs> Unlike Latvia, <laughs> Never yeah. Never yeah. made Russian difference. I um I think that's a future episode idea. I'd love to do like a focus on Zelensky purely around like the time that he was running. Yeah. Because yeah. as it's been said by a lot of people a lot yeah. of times, he was like running as a peace candidate. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. now he's just been put into like a really awful well, position. He was put into war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, I can't like I can imagine he would hate people like Melnik because yeah. I think I mean, I think it's more likely that Zelensky is gonna be killed by someone within the Ukrainian army rather than the Russians. Oh, yeah, the GRU tried to kill him at the very beginning of it, and they failed. All right. Yeah, fun yeah. fact, yeah. All right. And then the GRU yeah. themselves stopped it. There anyway. Was, yeah, there was a, there was a person choosing. within the GRU who oh, stopped like, yeah, the yeah. GRU uh, killing yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. CIA West versus CIA yeah, yeah. kind of <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, so main topic. Uh, um, the main topic that I've entitled, the damn economy's real again. Um, so... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, okay, how do we transition away from this? The there's a lot of shit going on today. We got like parity between the euro and the dollar, which hasn't happened since 2002 when the euro was invented basically. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah, uh, euro has routinely been stronger than the what? dollar. That's a great time for Croatia to join. I know, right? Congratulations. They're joining in January. Yeah. I, that's the first thing that went through my head this morning because of having to cover like the 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 Euro group meetings and yeah. whatnot yeah, of, yeah. of Croatia. Of just imagine looking at the Euro post two thousand eight being a really small Balkan economy and being like I want in on that. Yeah, yeah. That's no, crazy. Romania is also <laughs> making moves to join. Yeah, totally. Why? Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. wrong with you? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, right now it's actually uh, done quicker than it's supposed to go because <laughs> of the situation in Ukraine. Actually, because oh, they oh, oh, you mean a a monetary union that was yeah. put together horribly, where half the countries shouldn't have joined to begin with. Yes, you can now join easier. Yeah, yeah. That then has no <laughs> independent monetary policy because. The like what twenty economies? The critical support for acceleration is Christine Lagarde. <laughs> like, we're just going. I mean, <laughs> totally. yeah. I mean the the euro the euro makes so little sense economically, and yeah. I ju- I just can't imagine after especially but especially after post two thousand eight just being like yeah I want no control over my of my over my my the money. Con- the configuration of countries that do want to be a part of it and countries that don't are very interesting. Like, and you get like weird divides. Like, the Hungarian people want to be a part of it, but the Hungarian government does not. Um, Surprise! <laughs> yeah, the Czech Swede- Republic does not want to be. No, Czech Republic, Republic is kind of against, is mostly against it. Um, the Swedish government is for joining. The Swedish people are not. Uh, as like a reverse of Hungary. As far as I know, the calculus with like particularly Romania and Bulgaria is that they would benefit uh from joining just from like 
that your economy then, which is shit, then becomes less shit in comparison to then that you were one of 20? Yeah, I mean, it's more just like, well, like, it's kind of like, you know, qui bono, like, it's the people making these decisions are going to become richer. I, I don't know what, like, will be like for your average, like, Bul- Bulgarian, like, gig worker or whatever, like, mm. probably not great, but, you know. Anyway, yeah. um, but speaking of all of that, like, France is making very loud comments about, like, we need to just rewrite everything about how the ECB and the euro fucking works. Mm. Uh, it looks like we're entering into another, like, sovereign debt crisis with the ecb now as well oh yeah. Um, yeah you know that they can just like cancel it which is the funniest thing about that shit yeah <laughs> will they though no of the course thing. they won't that's the <laughs> thing that's the thing that's the funniest shit about all this is that even in, like in 2008 like mm. there was literally like a like um not even just like a default of debt but just like a complete like it's like complicated with the sense of how you'd like move the money around but yes theoretically speaking like debt cancellations of sovereign debts is a thing that just the ecb didn't want to do in 2008 no no absolutely not i I, i'm kind of hopeful that this will be the crisis that fucking shakes them up but uh, i've said that before (laughs) we've we've been here before um very funny interview with uh, uh, Habeck on ZDF Heute. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, where he's just completely fucking doomer. Uh, um, talking about basically how we're in the exact same situation as we were with the, like, 70s oil crisis. Mm. Uh, with the exception being, like, we don't have any industry, homegrown industry anymore. And we've all, like, overly financialized our economies and there's nothing yeah, to, like... that's always so... I such know. a great idea. I just realized something just but, now. You know what? I We've made... Fo- you, you joke now about the accelerationists. Yeah. <laughs> they, like... <laughs> I mean, we're, like, legitimately... All right, I don't want to say that then that we're on, like... I don't want to sound like, 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 too either one too doomer or one too stupid leftist that thinks like oh we're on the like brink of a different type of society but like low-key like on the eve of destruction but <laughs> well, yeah, that, like for real is that it's, it's just kind of funny in the sense that then that all of the promises of neoliberalism obviously that then that have been heavily critiqued within the last you know two decades or yeah, so yeah. like since i mean probably since like the big globalization demonstrations against like nafta and t-tip especially yeah you know yeah. <laughs> but all of these things that then we're saying like kind of we were all 10 12 <laughs> yeah well t-tip was later t-tip we yeah, were all in our, in our, in our mid our yeah. <laughs> but yeah like all this shit that then surrounding that all the you know all the all the warning signs that then hey like if you like a globalized economy isn't the problem if you entirely strip your country of any type of industry Mm. and then just have a hyper financialized economy and neoliberals are like no it's good because like labor is mobile technically capital is mobile so yeah call it the politics model yeah yeah exactly (laughs) by the way um this is like like foreign Financial capital is our asset, our only we base our GDP on that's yeah. right, baby. <laughs> and then that's yeah. worked well for the Baltics. <laughs> and then in stark contrast, you have the country with like the lowest inflation this year was like Bolivia, where they like the one of the reasons they were able to keep like inflation down so much was they have state run supermarkets and grain reserves. Awesome. And they would just like Hello. release bread whenever bread got too expensive. <laughs> yeah, release, <laughs> bread. Yeah. release the bread at like really low prices. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, that's fucking that's amazing. That's, the thing, yeah, that's, just, yeah. that's that. the thing that's so hilarious about all of this is that then the the that 
stupid bullshit of that then how whenever you just let capitalism go a little yeah whenever you let capitalism go a little bit too buck wild what the fuck do you end up with it's just like default fascism which is literally where we are right now and i hate being that shitty fucking leftist and being like oh yeah told you so but yeah doesn't give us comfort doesn't no it's horrible (laughs) like I hate how then we're always right about them. The sense of like, oh no, no, not not us. (laughs) Typically, the left is always right about the. On aggregate, there's enough opinions in the left that we're always we're always right in the sense that then it's like, yeah, unfettered capital is going to end up in fascism. Yeah, and liberals are like, oh ha ha ha, funny, funny, funny. (laughs) You know, what are you going on about? And it's like, yes, actually, no, we are, we are, we are going down. The fact that then just like, well, about Habeck just being one doomer, and then second, just being like, yeah, we can't do anything about this. Like Germany has no mechanisms of then dealing with their own crisis now. Well, what did he actually say? You're not getting money from me. Well, he said that as well, but on on ZDF heute, um, I mean, I have it all in. German, do you want me to read that? Or do you no. <laughs> I have the I'm machine the only one who un- yeah, Nick, yeah. I have the machine translated. Uh, okay, um, cool. It's true in a certain sense you can compare the phase we are in at the moment with the 1970s and the oil crisis. High energy prices, high inflation. That was actually the case uh, uh, the last time 50 years ago. But then it's not quite comparable because back then we had a very national economy. We didn't have such a globalized world at least Uh, at least not hyper-globalized, as we find it now. Today, capital, labor, and investments are spread all over the globe. It also follows from this that when a deep crisis grips Germany, it is not necessary to be expected that people will then stay. Uh, uh, Or say, three or four months or a year, if you like, we will have an economic crisis. Uh, Then we will continue as before because the capital to the investments, the market of the future, may then take place elsewhere. So he's like talking about capital flight, basically. And Beautiful. It's like, Damn, we set up the situation for capital flight. Hell yeah. You know that, you know, your government can literally prevent that from happening. Like crazy, right? <laughs> he do, he's, he does, he's got blinders on. Of course he doesn't think that. No, obviously. Um, you know, capital just stays where it wants to because it's it's nice, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Natural forces. Uh, Actually, yeah, that is exactly what happens. Why did I make a joke? <laughs> it goes to wherever they yeah. can just... I mean, that's why Bitcoin became so popular after Venezuela had a crisis. Yeah. But uh, uh, on a side... Uh, on like possibly silver lining, but also an indication of things being kind of fucked, uh, everywhere is on strike. Uh, <laughs> Rail workers in the UK with doctors and nurse probably following. Airport workers and pilots in Belgium, France, Norway, and soon the UK. The Norwegian workers' strike brought down uh, um, SAS, causing them to file for bankruptcy. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, allegedly. Like, I mean, that's what they're claiming. It's because mm-hmm. of the strike. I, I, I imagine there's other issues. Um, I don't know. I'm going to give power to the workers there. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Uh, Turkish healthcare workers uh, are also on strike because uh, related to like cost of living crises and stuff, but also because uh, a doctor named Ekrem Karakaya mm-hmm. uh, uh, was shot dead. Oh, why? Uh, um, uh, he, uh, the son of a woman he did, a, 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 um, I believe, heart surgery on that didn't make it, just stormed into the hospital and killed him, blaming him oh. for her death. Um, so that was like what caused it like we need better protections but then also it's like but why we're here everything costs so much now (laughs) I mean yes especially with Turkey with their fucking like bitcoin ass currency oh yeah there's some I mean Turkey has been at it for a while now yeah (laughs) Turkey early adopter of the 
hyperinflation. <laughs> yeah, the hyperinflation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, they were on it. You know what? Like for everyone else, it's a mood. For yeah. for uh, yeah. for for Turkey, it's a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe even a wave, if you will. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's inflation wave. It's just a. a, a sp- uh, it's not just a face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Posters of uh, Erdogan's son-in-law in your room. Be like, shut up, mom. <laughs> it's not a face. <laughs> Um, Norwegian oil workers also uh, um, went on strike and did mm-hmm. a work stoppage, which the um, the government intervened on because I wonder why the <laughs> crisis that's currently <laughs> happening in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Also, their entire economy is based on yeah, oil. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, the we should watch that Norwegian TV show where they're like occupied by the Russians because they elect a green government that threatens to like halt all oil production. So Russia invades and Europe basically gives it the green light. That's the, that's the, that's the plot of this show. Wow. <laughs> it's a Norwegian show oh, called Norway's, Occupied. Yeah. Norway's way too confident in Europe. In yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the, it was forced arbitration, which is basically the, the government comes in and kind of agrees with like a, a kind of comes up with like a halfway point. So they got yeah. a 3.5% increase in wages, which is minus 2% in real wages. Due Yay. To um, so that's fun. Um, and it's also, I, I, I was talking to some of the people from uh, Brother Falcon's pod. They were saying that like, this has become a strategy of a lot of companies uh, and employers who think any like civil uh, or any strike will result in forced arbitration because the government pretty much 90% of the time sides with the employers. Oh yeah. When they when of they course. intervene. Yeah. That's the whole shitty thing in Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um similarly we've got uh, um France coming in to nationalize the EDF, the nuclear power company, uh because of the energy crisis we've mentioned so far. And uh, uh, another great sign of the times of this new economy mm-hmm. is we've already got the first announcements announcements of heat oh, rationing damn. in Berlin. Yeah, hooray. Oh, woo. Woo. Ooh, it's going to be a cold, cold winter. God damn yeah. it. They made that horrible fucking meme, right? Like, they made yeah. it exist. Yeah. Well, well good like, that oh. I'm used to it. What? Sorry. The meme. Oh, no, just the meme about like, oh, I'm going to wear my sweater to fight Putin. Oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. Now you have to. Yeah, yeah now we have to. Maybe Fuck I want to put my heat on five forever. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, I used to not. That's the real acceleration. Acces- I, yeah. <laughs> I used to not use my heater that much in winter because I wanted to, when I was still a student, I, yeah. I wanted to get money back every time in yeah, January. That betimes cost. So I'm yeah, totally yeah. used to this. So I don't know what about you. You're going to look for one of these heat rooms they're gonna set up yeah. not with me <laughs> you, Yulia Yulia has gone full Bane mode <laughs> <laughs> you live in the cold I was born I'm in, in the cold <laughs> yeah I um I don't have I don't have gas heater so I'm fine uh, yeah fair enough oh, yeah. I am I'm on actually I don't know what are you on <laughs> I'm a, I have an oil heater what? that's probably not great either no, <laughs> no it's not good no, no, no. It's like a central heating system, but oil is the... Now I miss this weird stone that I had in my first flat here in Berlin that needs several hours to heat up. It's a stone. It heats... I don't know how it heats up. This seems like... You can't regulate it either. This seems like homeopathy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was... It, put I it don't in know. the sun, yeah. No, it was a stone. It, it was a... Uh, I don't know. I'm just amazed that Germany... <laughs> but you couldn't like, regulate it. So it, if you want it hot... 
well, you gotta wait for a few hours and then it's gonna stay hot for a few hours. You can't does, turn it down. <laughs> how does this country have predominantly all houses on gas heating? It's always well. I mean, we've talked about this before. Germany is just like insane energy policies since like. But yeah. am, am I? I mean, all right. I'm I'm from a place where you don't you don't need heat. And <laughs> I'm really weirded out by the fact of that then let's just like, I mean, I was always under the impression that gas heaters were super old, like the, like that type of radiator that Germany has everywhere. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can just keep going with them though. Like they weren't phased out. Um, no, in some countries they were though, like in France. Oh yeah, they were. Like, yeah. But like in Germany, yet. no. Yeah. I mean, France mostly have like electric heating or whatever. It's nuclear. Again, I think, or like, oh, yeah, electric yeah. heating. But I mean, like, it's not know. like, well, yeah, but the electric, electricity comes in through the, yeah, like, yeah, not yeah. having boiled water from a nuclear plant just like, you know, <laughs> rushed over to your house. The, um, but yeah. And then, but then you also have like the UK and Ireland is also pr- primarily gas, but there's like uh, offshore gas reserves in Ireland and the UK. Oh, okay. Like in Scotland and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. And I was just, I, I was always um, under the impression that I'm like, oh, like heaters are electric, but in Germany they're not. Nope. Gas heaters. And um, yeah, so uh, advice to anyone in Berlin is to join a, a, a renter's protection association because you are still legally allowed to have an apartment at 20 to 22 degrees. Well, yeah, if, if you pay the same fucking rent and they're not heating sufficiently, like heating your flat. Yeah, but Venovia has already said that they're turning down the heat in apartments uh, um, its own uh, that it owns. Um, saying that they're going to try limit the heat to 17 degrees between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. Uh, with uh, what is the other thing? They're also saying that like water won't be affected, but hot water, water is like, yeah. affected. For example, in my apartment, sometimes I can't like from a certain time of the day, I can't take a shower, a warm shower anymore. Yeah. Well, okay. So there's the thing that the corporate landlords say. And then there's what actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> so and what am I supposed to do? After 11, no shower. And, and before 6, no warm shower. Like sometimes. Sometimes yeah. there's no hot water the whole day. So, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Maybe uh, that's a different problem. <laughs> we, we've, we've talked about it, especially yeah. with like Tom from, uh, uh, um, you know, Deutsche Wohnung Quantai. Yeah. The, 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 man, the many tricks that the corporate landlords have used in the city to like get around various things. So if this is what they're stating publicly, I'd be, we'll see this like autumn and winter yeah what fucking actually happens if, if they look <laughs> yeah mean, i get it i get saving energy but also like lower the rent Yo, there, there is there's, i have a great idea guys yeah fires inside your apartment <laughs> i think that's awesome that's yeah. awesome idea. it's actually, gonna be like you're gonna find me like in that always sunny episode where they put a fire in the back of the truck and <laughs> the they all just pass tries. out from carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> The gang tries primitive heating. (laughs) 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 Actually, they're setting up like heating rooms in like Germany. I don't know, in Berlin as well, maybe. I don't know. That's just silly. What what is the concept? it's a hall where there's heat and there's a bunch of people Fuck that can, off. you can all go there. So you mean that they had this the entire time and up their sleeve and then, then they no, have no, like... No, no, that's a new idea. Germany's invented the dry sauna. So. Oh, wait, so, but <laughs> exactly, no, it's but a dry this sauna. Is, this is the thing that's just so... It's also funny how you can do that now, but what, if, what yeah. is with all the homeless Exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, now it fucking matters because like, oh, boo-hoo, Russia make my, make my, uh, you know, make me heat my house at 17 degrees Celsius, which is still like, to be fair, 
Still okay. Still fine. Yeah. I don't give like, but like, oh yeah. Um, now this magical trick up our sleeve is that then we can do public heating in places. Yeah. It's like okay then. What is this thing of like the Kelta bus and like all yeah. the yeah you know, all the people that don't yeah. get heat in winter? We know. will we will we will see what happens because again I'm I'm going back to this is what their station they're going to do yeah let's see what they actually do yeah no um, right. <laughs> similarly but also more apocalyptically oh, yeah. um, water rationing is occurring in basically all of southern Europe. The Ooh. yeah, the Po River Valley in northern Italy has dried up. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. I've I've seen footage of it. It's upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it actually has been like uh, had droughts like the years before. Yeah, actually, but like this is a like extremer than the years before, and I mean also the years before are probably also like climate uh, change, like effects of climate change, etc. Yeah. So, yeah. But it has been go- going on, but now it's like... Yeah, it's gone really bad. Level. We're in a d- really bad drought here, too. Like, everyone forgets yeah. that Berlin-Brandenburg has like a whole, been had a horrible drought for like 10 years, um, which Elon Musk is making worse because he is taking, I forget how many billions of tons of water a year that then he is... Like, Brandenburg has been a water rationing for the new plant in Brandenburg. Yeah, The yeah. new Tesla plant. They haven't been, been on. They've been on water rationing for the past six months now. The one you the, the fuck. The one you really hear about is the like, please do not barbecue this summer yeah. in Brandenburg because they're so afraid of like yeah. forest oh fires because it's so dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but also with the water thing is that then the majority of their water goes to Elon Musk. Yeah, and I hate that. The I people that. have been having uh, to water ration now for about half. I a hate year. that so much. Yeah. So if you want to do the, uh, the everyone a favor, um, get rid of that dumb Tesla factory that I don't think has made a single thing. Well, yet. hopefully this new economy will like destroy him. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're we're like Po River Valley is also responsible for a lot of like uh, um, Italian food production, hydroelectric energy. I believe it's like forty percent of their electrical grid comes from like the river running. Uh, we've we're seeing similar stuff in Portugal, where like ninety seven percent of the land area is under uh, extreme drought conditions. Yeah, um, they're having forest fires right now as well. Oh, absolutely! And the fun yeah. the fun thing that's actually causing that is um the avocado boom. Oh damn! Because Portugal has started growing avocados, and avocados are really water intensive. Yeah, they're bad for the environment. <laughs> um, and then 17 localities in Spain, namely northern Spain, like uh, Catalonia and parts of the Basque Country and northern Valencia, uh, are also doing like water rationing. Uh, uh, Uma talked about it actually a little bit last time she was on. Um, so that's kind of like the state of affairs now. Looking good. I know, right? So nothing um, apocalyptic here. <laughs> and. Then we have to ask the question, like, okay, so this new economy is going to suck. Should we start to miss the old one? No. No. (laughs) Because there's a fun thing that I want to talk about now, which is the Uber leaks. Uh, I don't know. Uber leak. The Uber leaks. (laughs) So when you say, like, it sounds like an American or English speaking person trying to say Uber. So it's like Uber leaks. Like, it's a... Like, Super leaks. Yeah, Super leaks. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wow, Super leaks. Okay. So... Uh, okay, last time we talked about leaks on this podcast, me and Rob kind of like uh, kind of came to this like sweeping conclusion that if you don't understand that this is how things have always kind of like operated, then you're kind of a fool. But it is nice to get all the gossipy details. Um, and this is Uber being like, I think, the quintessential exemplar of uh, um, post-2008 company. Like 
completely staffed with like ex uh, uh, Obama aides um, made like uh, made it through like crazy venture capital and like no interest rates liquidity like is responsible for this company like existing basically um, but we got a huge leaks of like internal memos and emails and texts and stuff from uh, it was eventually revealed uh, Mark McGann who is the was their chief lobbyist in Europe so we got a lot of little European details and uh, um, we, we can go through this so uh, I know nothing about this, so I'm really excited, except for that Macron is tied up in this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's been an update on that just on my phone now, so Ooh, I'm excited hell, to talk about that. Yeah. I yeah. purposely did not read the notes on this part so I could come in here like a dumb little baby. Ooh-woo. <laughs> 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 Ooh-woo. Um, so, okay. I can give you an example of uh, uh, some of the text sent. Most of these are from... Uh, Travis Kalanick, which Travis is Travis Scott. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. God fucking damn it. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. yeah, Travis Kalanick, who is a uh, one of Yo, the. Oh, should I know that guy? Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah. he's a founder, and then was like president of uh, Uber during this time. Yeah. Um. So he, here's like a, a three texts from him. Eleven thirty-eight. Eleven thirty-seven a.m. at the interna- intercontinental, waiting for Biden. Dot dot dot. Who is late? 11.38 a.m., I have had my people let him know that every minute late he is, is one minute uh, less he gets with me. What the hell is yeah. this? Wow. So this guy is... Listen here, Jack. <laughs> I, don't know what a, I don't know what an Uber Damn. is or a... Or a, or a That's crazy. Yeah. That's something like... And after this meeting that he had with Biden, this was at Davos in, uh, um, yeah, God, I, I want to say 2013 yeah. or 2010. Uh, no, 2011, sorry. Um, he... Biden last minute edited his speech to say, uh, um, we love Uber <laughs> freedom to work as many hours as they wish, manage their own lives as they wish in uh, reference to, we love Uber. We love Uber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, basically this is the whole Uber leaks is a perfect outline of how like business will just treat, uh, and get into the pocket of like every elected official, which again, if you're a leftist and listen to this podcast, this shouldn't be surprising, but the details are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in one exchange, so this is directly from Guardian about this. In one exchange, Kalanick dismissed concerns from other executives that sending Uber drivers to a protest in France put them at risk of violence from angry opponents in the taxi industry. Quote, I think it's worth it. He shot back. Quote, Violence guarantees success. It was a playbook that leaked emails suggest was repeated in Italy, Belgium, Spain, Switzerland, and the Netherlands. I'm sorry, is this Uber or is this like a fucking passage from NATO's secret army? Yeah, Yeah, seriously. Violence guarantees success. This is exactly what I read in the notes. In brackets, Uber doing strategy of tension shit. Yeah, totally. Oh my God. Because like after after that shit happened in like the Netherlands, the next day, a whole bunch of uber sympathetic uh, uh, articles were coming out being like look at all these irrational taxi drivers uh, uh, causing yeah. violence uh, and stuff like bullshit. that yeah uh, well you can't do that to germany though <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see about that <laughs> um, taxi driver lobby 
Like Anti-Europatists gather. <laughs> gather at Sigtagma Square. Oh my god, this is wild. Like literally, like yeah, Uber murders like fucking uh, uh, what's his name uh, uh, from uh, Uber troops kill thirteen Greek partisans. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so this was this was kind of like the thing that would happen when uh, I think anyone remembers 2012. There was a lot of like anti-Uber protests as they were yeah. aggressively expanding yeah, yeah, to yeah. Western Europe, yeah. where taxi drivers were unionized to a certain extent or had like great deal of worker protections, yeah. uh, um, stuff like that. So it was that. Yeah, it was that bit where like uh, for those who've been in Germany for a hot minute, where like it was like not here. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and, and still, no, it, that's what I said. Yeah, we'll do that to Germany because Germany, ta- German taxi drivers. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to the German. Yeah, okay, nice. <laughs> we'll get to the German reaction. We'll get to like the 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 list of patsies that cool. Uber had. Um, but to other things about like Uber, uh, um, according to the leaked messages, mm. Uber was aware of its quote other than legal status mm-hmm. in most European countries, and. <laughs> Those were that was their word. Yeah. Other than legal. Other than legal. Yeah. They were very aware that they were doing like illegal uh, shit. Um, yeah. That's yeah. what you can call it. When when uh Uber death squads <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're above the law. Yeah. <laughs> the Uber Sandinistas, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um so the, let's see, let's see. How, several European offices implemented a system that was referred to as the kill switch. A process that would cut the office off from main shared drives if being raided by the authorities. So basically there was something controlled by a lot of like senior management's phones where they could press a button to let like IT staff know, hey, disconnect, you know, this office in Amsterdam from like the central servers that contain all of this probably like, hey, we're doing illegal shit. Jesus. So this legit is then the sense of, oh... Uh, they've broken through the first gate of the U.S. embassy. Let's just start torching everything that then shows that we've been overthrowing this. Like yeah. this, uh, how how is it that this company has the exact same playbook as literally the CIA? Yeah, well, they, they, I learned it from watching you, Dad. Like, <laughs> I mean, again, all Obama aides like yeah, work true, like former true, true. like like there's yeah. A- this, but this is the thing, though, is that then normally, all right, normally whenever like leaks like this come out, like the most, uh, the biggest example as of late has probably been like the Panama Papers. That, like, yeah. We know like rich people are like hiding money internationally, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The offshore bank account is just like a joke almost at this time of then when you yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. like a hyper financialized neoliberal capital. But the. Yeah, I like how then all this these Obama aides who decided to end up in a company were like, the way that we need to run this is the exact same way that the State Department runs like their international operations. Oh, absolutely. Which is another level of just like psychopathic, yeah, capital and fascism doing the, you know, bro handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also like the sense of, again, the point I'm going to reiterate is I don't think Uber is particularly special. In this, oh no, 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 no! Yeah. I, I, you have to assume, like, I, I think at regular points, uh, uh, Kalanick describes this as common business practice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, speaking of the kill switch in particular, leaked files suggested that this technique was signed off by Uber's lawyers and was deployed at least twelve times during raids conducted in France, the Netherlands, Belgium, India, Hungary, and Romania. Yeah. Um, which is 
Also, all, all the countries that then they're calling back their the, the <laughs> Ukraine is calling back. True. Their, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they're all involved in the Uber yeah. leaks. Exactly. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the Patsies uh, in Europe. Um, obviously, one that you've mentioned already, uh, Nick, uh, Emmanuel Macron, Manu. Um, Hell yeah. Massively Manu. moved heaven and earth to make secret deals in the French parliament to accommodate Uber. Oh, I bet he fucking did, because yeah. which country was going to be more, like, vehemently against Uber, if not French taxi drivers? Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, who's going to be the most for it than the, like, McKinseyan co-political yeah. yeah. party that is, French like... government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. McKinsey & Co. in a, a uh, in, like, a Givenchy suit. Yes. <laughs> so I'll give you one incident from 2015. When a French police official in 2015 appeared to ban one of Uber's services in Marseille, Mark McGann, the lobbyist for Europe, Uber's chief lobbyist in Europe, yeah, yeah, uh, the Middle East and Africa, I should say, uh, 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 turned to Uber's ally in the French cabinet uh, uh, and they said, quote, I will look at this personally, Macron texted back. At this point, oh, let's texting. stay calm. Oh. Yeah. Texting? That's, the, that's, that's some that's, private share. That's yep. some... They're like friends. On Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, Mark so, McGann. Was, a Snapchat. Mark McGann was on Macron's private Snapchat. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like France. Uh, um, not surprising. Like we talked about Le Republican match a million times before. How that was like a completely like vault on steroids kind of political party. They're naturally going to be like just kiss the ass of like tech silicon valley bullshit yeah we love it yeah i just have like a thing in my head going in the sense of like early macron being like texting like how yulia will get this because she follows him on instagram very much but how um low uzi vert's been very like weirdly pretend cryptic yeah Yeah. how 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 low uzi vert's been like weirdly like pretend cryptic on instagram lately where he just like flexes the whole time i imagine macon pre uh uh what's it called pre-president yeah being that way where he because you remember he thinks he's super smart yeah, yeah he so does. then oh, not yeah, jupiterian yeah exactly journalists yeah. don't understand my deep thoughts exactly yeah, oh, yeah, yeah direct yeah. quote from That's the man himself yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i imagine like like macon in this era being like damn ha, he crazy but he gets shit done and then just like a really like just like a photo on his instagram story of just like i don't fucking know like the inside of his office but like not him yeah, you know, <laughs> totally, exactly. Yeah. And like, like a single slide of like a pie chart that's like completely unsighted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it's just like, uh, yeah, just like the weird flex shit of just like, damn, big things in the work, money looking good, and yeah. then like, but like sad face. <laughs> totally. Exactly. All right. Say, Yulia, Yulia's on board. Yeah. Yulia's on board for sad boy flexing Macron, aka Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, 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 I like this. All right. Yes. So Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Lucy Vert. Lucy Vert Petit. Petit Lucy Vert. Other willing patsies include former Irish Taoiseach Enda Kenny. <coughs> Not surprising. Oh, um, I forgot about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows how relevant your country is, Kieran. I know, right? I don't even awesome. know who the current T-Shock is. <laughs> the, the current T-Shock doesn't know who the current T-Shock is. It's very sad. Isn't it Martin something? It's Michal Martin. Thank he's, you. Yes. He's 
referred to while being T-Shock, he is referred to Leo Varadkar as the T-Shock <laughs> twice. Hell yeah, Ireland it, cucked vibe. He's so cucked, it's embarrassing. Anyway, well, they're from the same party, aren't yeah. they? No. Oh no, shit! You're right. He's Fuck. Fina Fall, Leo yeah. Varadkar's Fina Gale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the other person would be uh, uh, UK's former Prime Minister, uh, Finance Minister, Chancellor of the Exchequer, George Osborne, um, and. Mark Rutte via at the, yeah. via at the time the Dutch EU commissioner, uh, and the one of the leaked uh, messages or information that we got from the Dutch EU commissioner is great because it features a classic Cornish PD character. Um, Drum roll, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. So in okay in November 2015, Uber and Cruise, the the yeah. Dutch commissioner, uh, received an opinion from the Commission's ad hoc ethical committee, committee as they quoted the, they called themselves stating she should not work for the tech company before her 18-month cooling-off period ended in May 2016. You have to wait 18 months after being a commissioner to take a private job. Uh, Less than a month later, Cruz tried another approach, this time seeking permission from the then-commission president, Jean-Claude Juncker. (laughs) Let's go, baby! I was waiting for our drunk Luxembourgan to come back. (laughs) To take up the role. He rejected her request. Two, in a manner that riled riled up crows. Quote, incredible, very unpolite, she wrote to Mark McGann, the lobbyist, suggesting without providing evidence that the president (laughs) must have been drunk when he drafted his reply. He fucking was, baby, and you know it, and this is where, you know what? But he still did king shit. (laughs) This is where, you know what? Wearing a Nobel Prize, which is like wine drunk at 3 p.m. Yeah, I like, I really appreciate uh, you How know, do that? just yeah, Jean Claude <laughs> Juncker is so fucked up that he's just like sounds like he's like the Luxembourgish version of Captain Jack Sparrow, <laughs> and just can't get anything done. No, with this, yeah. Yes, I miss him. so fucked up that he just can't do his job. Like he also, he, well, he also famously can't text. So I, I like to think that oh, he I like to see that text. <laughs> he related it to like an intern who was just like with him or something. <laughs> Probably. Uh, 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 oh, anyway, I love him now. Oh God, you know what? I yeah, I I I miss. I mean, Jean Claude Juncker, infinitely cursed person. Yeah, but I do miss the fact of just like, you know. Ursula von der Leyen has this... She's just never drunk. No, she has this <laughs> oh, yeah. really stupid thing where she thinks that people care about her position, where Jean-Claude Juncker knew that then he was like... He had a fake job. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I can like I can just like ride around in the PJ and just drink all the time yeah. and just so y- shake everyone's hands like just very violently yeah. just at every single EU event. He's just we giving miss kisses him. left and right. Yeah, and that's all you have to do, slap people's faces. The, yeah, then, I love that one. Yeah, but any action actual like job yeah can't be done <laughs> he was also like the perfect stereotype of what i feel like everyone thinks europeans are which is like a small old man with a huge nose wine drunk yes. in a suit yeah <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah. oh god uh all right then there's the uh the i'm a, I'm a return europa guy but only for jean-claude <laughs> <laughs> only for jean-claude Juncker, but Juncker spelt with a v instead of a u <laughs> yes <laughs> All right, I'm going to get through this a little bit, last a little bit quickly. Um, They did a lot of work to try and aggressively enter the Russian market. 
uh, uh, using a House of Lords member, Peter Mendelssohn, who had access to, uh, who got them access to the famous Davos party uh, um, held by Russian metals magnate Oleg Depreska. Uh, uh, he would run like these vodka soaked parties at Davos hotels nice. uh, during <laughs> Davos. And like this Lord got, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kalanick in and various other Uber lobbyists and stuff like that. And via lobbying at the event, they met Mikhail Friedman. Uh, and they also got access to another, uh, um, uh, another like politician, Vladimir Semen, who, uh, Senin, who then uh, uh, heavily persuaded Aleshar Usmanov. Uh, so that was a lot of capital. They were talking about it quite, quite openly. They actively rejected approaching uh, Roman Abramovich because they thought he wasn't close enough to Putin. Which, Damn. <laughs> Wait, what? Damn. Yeah, so they're Rejecting idiots. Abramovich. <laughs> yeah. So two things. They're idiots, but also shows their motivation. Like, they were very happy to work with, like, at this point, like, this is like... Russia kicked out of G8 era yeah. kind of Russia. Um, so like uh, no moralness, no wokeness that I think a lot of like American conservatives like to. The guy that just passed, I met him on Tinder. Woo! Funny. Anyway. Uh, uh, I'm leaving that in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So uh, um, Kalanick has described everything we just talked about as common business practice. And I like to think that the guy is almost certainly right. I think the only objection that a lot of liberals, including like the Guardian, who's reporting this, has to any of this is just the like kind of like Trump, the vulgarity of what's being discussed. Yeah, uh, uh, that's yeah, that's just yeah, like 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 you said, typical liberal stuff of like, oh yeah, this is not us. It's like yeah, uh, sweetie, it is. And also, <laughs> yeah. you may have noticed that like, and also something that they're still releasing stuff. Like they're doing a slow release of a lot of the stuff they're talking about. Um, and I have noticed that they've gone in a lot of detail and they've named a lot of names when it comes to like Uber's uh, uh, ventures in Russia. But they still like they had a guy in Germany and they still haven't named his name. Yeah, they never will. Probably not. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there's a little bit of like, you know, the classic like, oh, Russia's different kind of thing. Um, two things that we've gotten updates on, though, is one, this push alert just came in now. Um, Macron has released a statement saying he's proud of everything he did for Uber. So Damn. <laughs> again, go. yeah. What did I say? Macon, if he posted, would post like Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, the only German piece of information that I think we have so far is that actually Schultz pushed back on Kalanick. Told you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, so not that much. Two social democrats. <laughs> while mayor of Hamburg, he met with Kalanick, and basically the only thing he said was, "I still think that like taxi drivers should be paid at least a minimum wage." Yeah. <laughs> and Kalanick, like, ha pussy. Kalanick went on to describe him as a comedian, uh, like a clown to not be taken seriously. Wow. Oh, damn. I really like. Now is it chancellor? Ha ha. Well, like yeah, like if you wanted, if you wanted like. Schultz to be involved with your like financial scandal or whatever you needed to call it like butt poopy or something like yeah. that or like big titty slap or cum yeah. X or something yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. cum shot yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cum shot but when it comes to taxi driving no 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 no, 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 no because like the thing that's really funny with like Schultz's financial crimes things is that then he it's all ones that then try to advance German business yeah mm. um, oh yeah, 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 yeah Uber although it has a German name 
Uh, not really a German name. No, German, pretend yeah. German name. The Germans yeah. still have their kind of like eye on the prize of like, no, no, we'll only do corruption for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, yeah. foreign companies coming in. Actually, actually, what I'm a mission being, scandal. I'm being, Volkswagen's great. I'm, pretty, I'm being pretty serious here. Actually, is it in the yeah. sense that Germany doesn't like being corrupt with like foreign companies no, all too often? No, we're corrupt among them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany. Yeah. You know what's a really funny thing about this, which is actually really interesting, is that. Ever notice that German companies still have all have their headquarters in the tiny towns where they are still from? They never move to a larger yeah. city. Mm. Um, a great example of this is um, Adidas and Puma. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah, are yeah. in these really tiny towns that are like one next to each other. Another one is what's the that's the German like business dream is just like starting a small company and being like. One day I'll own this fucking. But dwarf. that's the thing though <laughs> is that then they have like a they have like a sense of like insular security with their corruption because everyone then in the town is like involved in it somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're all complicit. You know, like there's like um uh uh like Waldorf is like one of the big cities for um what's that like computing company? Oh shit, what are they called? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um fuck, they do it's, like very like it's just software. And, yeah, it's entrepreneur like it's business facing software so it's yeah, like yeah, not, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, DAS or something like that. Some shit like yeah. I forget. I forget the name of the brand. The of the three company. letters or something like that. Yeah, they have a they have a they have an office in, in Berlin, but their 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 uh, headquarters yeah, yeah, yeah. is in same as that like that record the uh, um that record label that like just basically bought like there's like four record label companies now. One of them's German and uh, um it's in like a small Pokemon yeah exactly because everything has to be evil like Shrek fairy tale stuff that then the whole yeah. town is like the town that that fairy yeah, godmother yeah. owns so speaking of and we're gonna we're gonna end on this speaking of the real victims of the economy german businesses that have had it tough yeah. i want to talk about the fintech company rhubarb <laughs> there, no there's not a fintech company called there's rhubarb. a fintech company called rhubarb, R- rhubarb and it was Aww. it was founded <laughs> uh, 19 months ago on the 11th of july uh, or 19 months ago, it was founded, and on the 11th of July this year, it went bankrupt. Oh, no. oh damn! Rest in peace. Now, uh, uh, so uh, a part of this was it was a savings app that offered savings plans, roundup on purchases, and there was investment portfolios that you could grow your money. Problem with this was is like my money growing. <laughs> these these are all features that like N26 does while also being a bank. So I like, might be yeah. a grower, not a show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they had like 40,000 customers. They originally were doing like investments into ETFs, which are like these financial instruments that are quite like considered quite safe investments. Yeah. Uh, But then they pivoted halfway through to like crypto to a bunch of stuff where you didn't need a crypto wallet. It would all go through like Lithuania via stable coins, which turns out no stable coins are actually that stable. Um, (laughs) Damn, it's like an intrinsic problem of crypto, but whatever. I know. They've received in total 4.8 million in funding. Uh, and 1.8 million of that happened in February of this year, and they've already burned through it all. And How? Now, I know, right? And they can't get any more funding, so they've filed for bankruptcy. Um, the thing I'm not mentioning here is um, the founders of this company are one Fabian and Jakob Schultz. Yeah! yeah. The brother, brother nephews of Olaf. Brother nephews. <laughs> well, they're brothers, and they're both nephews of Olaf Schultz, the current chancellor. Uh, and I did find out that a lot of this funding came from the fact that they would routinely use the fact that Olaf, their uncle, was 
finance minister. Damn, yeah, yeah. we know finance. Our uncle is finance yeah. minister. Yeah, exactly. Yo, my uncle's in so many fucking scandals, bro. Yeah. Double, you know, double cum, um, you know, cum shot queen, yeah. uh, 420, uh, uh, so much cum, yeah. part four. It is a- <laughs> We just find it very funny that he was in a scandal called Cum X. I know. <laughs> cum Yeah, cum, and Cum Cum. That was another cum, one. Cum. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. but Massive Cum Shots Volume 8. <laughs> so, I like, shout out to, like, the German economy uncle magic that's going on. Um, I love it. Oh. One of the Don't victims of this, of the old economy dying and the new one being born. So, yeah, there you go. Olaf Scholz finds himself on both sides. It's <laughs> a new kind of uncle that becomes chancellor. It's yeah. a finance minister. We've developed a new type of uncle. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> uncle <The> Chancellor. Finance... <laughs> <laughs> the like new action figure from Habo. It's like un- uncle minister, uncle chancellor. Yeah, well, yeah. You 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 flip you you flip you flip his head up into yeah. into fight position, and he goes from finance minister to chancellor. Oh damn! Yeah, 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 yeah. Or I like that. Like uncle minister does sound like a character from like the Donald Duck Lauken books. Yeah. <laughs> You have like Scrooge McDuck and then you have Uncle Minister. <laughs> yeah. It's like the thing of that there was, I mean, you know, I hate to reference such a reactionary show, but it's like where they try to sell the, the toys to the like the uh, like to the, the South Park kids when they're too oh, in, yeah, yeah. when they're too into Chip Pokemon. Yeah. It's like, what about Alabama man? <laughs> what about Uncle Chancellor? <laughs> Uncle Chancellor. Yeah. yeah. With uh with 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 uh you know uh, 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 secret financial minister, you know, grip. <laughs> what position will he take? No one knows. <laughs> anyway. Can we please get an Olaf Scholz? Uh, Uncle uh, Chancellor action Uncle figure. Chancellor yeah, action figure. There's, yes, a, there's a place that makes action figures near near my work. There's a well, lo- then. <laughs> there's a lot of like uh, uh, um, artsy bootleg action figure uh, uh, artists in Cologne. We could totally make this yeah. happen. Yes, we should. Uncle we should. Chancellor. I'm down. Uncle right, yeah. Chancellor. If you are an artsy yeah. uh, bootleg action figure designer who yeah. happens to listen to this show and you want to make Uncle Chancellor, un- Uncle Chancellor, <laughs> the action figure, please uh, hit us up. And uh, knowing how weird some people who listen to our show are, this per- <laughs> this person exists. Yeah, we there. can do this. You're not weird. You're great. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean weird, obviously in a good sense because you're yeah. fucking cool. I, I was wrong when I said Cologne is a terribly fucked city. <laughs> you, never, you never said that. I, don't know I never. I don't know what you're talking that. about. Yeah. Um, and also, I think that's the episode for this week. I also want to say thank you to everyone who came out uh, last night. <laughs> I guess uh, yeah. we're recording this before that happened, but we're assuming there was lots of you and you had a great time. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's gonna be fun. Yeah, actually. right. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe that happened. You know that that you know, yeah. last last night was a fucking movie. Yo. Yeah, I'm sorry I wasn't there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we will catch you next week, and you know the live recording of that episode or that show last night is probably on the bonus feed, so go check that out. For yeah. the reduced price of three euro a month, three dollars a month, three dollars a month. Uh, <laughs> it's the same thing. Which is the same thing. <laughs> oh now! my god! What? <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, shout out to our currency sucking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the, 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 the thing funny though because the dollar is not strong right now. So these both no. of these currencies. So the world's going down. Yeah, down the down. Patreon becomes increasingly greater value the longer yeah. it goes. On. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I'm. Uh, I've. I've. I've taken out dividends to our Patreon account. <laughs> oh I'm hedging God. against. And the I'm, yeah. I'm hedging against the Patreon account and the fact of just like Yulia as a member. I've also financialized because Yulia has been financialized in a past episode that you weren't on where Riley financialized you. Well, I've been financialized? You you were financialized. how? Oh, yeah. You're not really here. You're in a trust in the Cayman Islands. You are real, but also, like, I somehow have, have taken out, you know, securities against you. Um, oh, a, shit. You know, the economy's a wild thing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Don't let you bet on anything if you're rich enough. <laughs> exactly. You know? Don't bet on me. <laughs> I'm not betting on you. I'm betting against you. <laughs> <laughs> We've hedged against the Yulia economy. Oh, we no. think Yulia will burst. Oh, no. <laughs> the Yulia bubble. Am I a bubble? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Yulia slept in one day and now everyone's without a home due to an overly financialized series of events. Deutsche Bank is finally gone. Yeah. Uh, ooh, my, econ- my economy too financialized. My- <laughs> and with that nonsense, we will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye.